My name is Gunner. I play in a local Austin band called The Big Gun Show. I created this podcast to sit down with other songwriters, musicians, artists, and lovers of music to talk about their top five records that have inspired their lives and their musical prowess. And as season two continues, I am thrilled today to have Kelly McWee with me. Kelly's a fellow Cherokee. Uh, who moved from Austin to Memphis and joined up with a killer four-piece called the Trishas, Incredible Harmonies. She's a shiny soul sister in Kevin Russell's Shiny Ribs. She's a founding member of Red River Songwriters, along with Drew Kennedy, Josh Greider, Walt Wilkins, Susan Gibson, and Brandy Zidane. And what I really admire most about Kelly is her show on Sun Radio called River Girl Radio. Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. It's worth it. Wake up in time. Uh, we also talk about her love of this said show and how the theme often has her dri- diving deep into artist listening. And I kind of see it much like my passion for doing this podcast. I dive deep into my podcast ease records. Um, cleaning also comes out in our conversation about a record. So you got to stick around and find out more about that. Um, late in season one, I implemented quizzes into the mix, and this will continue on future podcasts for the foreseeable future. It don't matter what I'm going to ask. It's all fun and smiles. And old McWee, yes, she went 100% today. Boom. Boom. Well, if you're digging on what we're laying down here, please give us a review on iTunes. You can find my top five records pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. But if you were to give a star for each one of your top five records on the Apple iTunes platform, that's five stars. Be super appreciated. Um, now let's get to the conversation. But first, close your eyes. You're on that desert island again. What five records do you have? All right, guys. I am super, super excited to have Kelly McWee with me today. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Uh Kelly is awesome, and I am stoked. I'm going to talk to you. I'm, we're, let's just go over your top five records. We're just going to get right into yeah, it, Yeah, huh? that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you've got Ram by Paul and Linda McCartney. Yes. You've got uh, New Morning by Bob Dylan. Yes. The trio album number one, Dolly Parton, Amy Lou Harrison, Linda Rodstadt. Awesome. Yes. Killer. Um, another killer one, Church Street Blues by Tony Rice. I thought that was great. And it's so like, we'll we'll get to it here in just a second as soon as I can figure out how to turn this guy on. All right. Is that your timer? Yeah, just so we don't go too long. Okay. Um, And then Stories Don't End by Dawes. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk about that one because to be perfectly honest with you, I'd never listened to any of these albums before. I love that. I, I, I do too. And I cannot wait to understand why you picked these. That's the whole point of this. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Uh, what do you want to start with? Let's start with the trio album because I thought that was just a, so good and so many. I mean, for starters, let's just talk about the harmonies there. I mean, yeah, there those three voices. I uh, I don't know that there are any better three voices that blend like it, it's like they have sister harmony. You know. Yeah. I call it brother harmony or family harmony. Sure. Yeah. Um, that but, record. You know, I'm sure everyone would say this, but when you ask this question, and then we all have mm-hmm. a little bit of time to give you an answer of what our top five are. It's hard. It could have been a different five every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I mean, I just kind of... So, in that record, I, I chose that for two reasons. One, because my mom had that record, so I grew up listening to that record. I love that. Yeah, and I learned a lot about harmony singing, trying to sing all the different parts. 
with that so record. So cool. So yeah. cool. Uh, well, you do that very well. I can I can say that. Thank you. And uh, and also I like Linda and Emmy Lou, I could have picked any of their records to go in this top 5, right. but I thought we'll just get the best of both worlds. Let's just do it all. And do and get the trio yeah. album and Dolly to boot. Yeah. So I I just I I freaking love their harmonies. It's like they they don't even have to try. Yeah. You know, it's like when you go back and listen to like I listened to a podcast called uh, uh, "Cocaine and Rhinestones." Love it. Listen it's to so, it. So so good. And yeah. He talks a lot about about because uh, family harmonies or uh, blood harmony. Blood harmonies. That's yeah. what he calls it. Yes. Right. Like the Everly Brothers and yeah, the, Stanley I mean that, Brothers. And it's so good. I, I just love the way he's like. Well, here's the story as far as I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's actually uh, just not... finished his second season. Really? Is it yeah. already out? It, not yet, but it's soon. I can't remember. I follow him on Instagram and he posted that it was coming soon. I need to. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked about that. It's been like, what, three years now? Yeah, a long time. Uh, okay, this trio album. This was the first collaborative effort, or studio album at least, by Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. Yes. Released in 1987. 87. Good for you. <laughs> I, see, I, 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 I know those I, things. That's easy. <laughs> but. Uh, it peaked on the Billboard's Top Country albums at number one. Stayed there for five weeks. Okay. Uh, it won Grammy of the Year for Best Country Performance by a duo or group of vocal. It was also nominated for Album of the Year alongside, if you want to take a guess, this is not a quiz question. In uh, 87? Uh-huh. Ugh, I don't know. Michael Jackson, YouTube Prince, and Whitney Houston. Wow. Right? That's Who won? Don't ask me that. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that one. Uh, and it won Vocal Event for the Year at the Country Music Association Awards at the 1988 ceremony. Yeah. And lastly, in 2020, just last year, uh, the Trio was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Yeah. So cool. And I they also, in 20, I believe, 19, they released um, kind of like an extended version, a bunch of demos and other songs that didn't make it mm -hmm. on either one of the, because there's two trio albums. And so they released this like added bonus material of a bunch of stuff Okay, that, that aren't on those records. Yeah. So, you know, I know that they tried to record this earlier in, the in their 70s, but they had issues like scheduling and stuff like that. So now I'm going to ask you your first quiz question. Are you ready for this? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. What was one of the challenges that Dolly, Linda, and Emmy Lou had that thwarted the release of this record? Was it A, Dolly's boobs got in the way? <laughs> B, they were all on different labels? Or C, Emmy Lou had an emotional breakdown after remembering Graham Parsons passing? B. <laughs> Congratulations. You passed that test. I'm Thank glad you. I'm proud of you. I will say that was a little easy. Okay, good. Well, I I try not to make them too hard. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, you know, if people are going to be looking at an album, it's going to be ingrained in their mind, and I do expect them to know like either artwork or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but some of those recordings that they that they had done earlier were uh, made it onto some of their future records, at least their solo records. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Emmylou has, uh, I think, Roses in the Snow, and well, I definitely know Roses in the Snow have a few tracks that have. Yeah those voices on there too you know yeah um definitely there's no doubt about that and linda too i know she recorded i'm not real sure about dolly i don't i don't, I don't remember exactly which ones they that they did i just know that they, i mean i when i was doing my research i saw that they had done a bunch of us and like 
they released him solo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But man, what a powerful, I mean, are you kidding? Those three voices, uh, we're, I'm, we're so lucky that they were friends and so, all agreed to work together and remained friends. Yeah, they wanted to. Yeah. So let me ask you this. This is no quiz. I'm just question for you. Yeah. Who else, I guess outside the Trishas, right, you know, <laughs> has harmonies like this? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I think bands that are that are sisters like First Aid Kit and okay. I mean, you know, that was a modern example there. Yeah. But um, you mean female voices? I mean, you could say Crosby, Stills and Nash. Sure. Yeah. Crosby, Stills and Nash. Um, Those harmonies are insane. Yeah. But there's but you can still I don't know. There's a little bit of a difference there. Th those are beautiful harmonies, but you can still uh, there's just something about the um, timbre of those three voices. And but they also didn't have as much time to do it together. Yeah, you that's know? true. So it's kind of like it just it's like natural. Yeah, yeah. And you said the Trishas. It's, it's you know people would say that about us, and there were four of us, so mm -hmm. that's even one more like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it was uh, people would say that that we that we sounded like uh, you know we were sisters, been singing together for a long time. But really, you know, it was hard to get that right. I mean, it's hard enough to find three harmonies, but finding that fourth one. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. That's yeah. I read the story about how how you guys got together, and it's it just got kind of thrown together at the last second and then all of a sudden it just worked yeah yeah it was not planned at all whatsoever i don't think any of us wanted to be in a all-female band yeah, right <laughs> i hear that well you know one of the things that um i love about this I, I billboard said that if the new traditionalists in country music still have a body of work to draw from it's largely because these three celestial celestial songbirds kept it alive and vibrant enough throughout the adulterated 70s but the members of the trio are not resting on their reputations here the album is stunningly beautiful on every cut yeah i just when i hear those things i just i need to say them because it's yep. just such a spot-on yep. uh description so uh trade magazine Cashbox said <laughs> the long-awaited collaboration of these three country pop greatest voices is an unqualified success the near perfect song selection gives them three give the three ample room to develop sub subtleties and nuances that in places in the heart and it is heart rendering listen to telling me lies these three singular voices blend together in a seamless harmony floating over the sweetest country melodies and poignant understated lyrics uh, the long that long sentences there yeah <laughs> yeah, it is, but it but it's again spot on. And it goes back to what we're talking about when it comes to the harmonies. Yeah, one thing about their harmonies too. You said telling me lies, and that song in particular that when they hold out lies, that word, um, their vibratas in their voices move at the same speed. Do you know I what did, I mean? Uh, yeah, I do, but I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like you know, a lot of singers have different have beautiful vibrata. Yeah singing and uh but you know it can be fast or slow or i mean everyone's kind of got you know it's not willy slow but it's not yeah. and those three their vibratas like moved together like a like waves you know and that's hard to do it's uh, you know you it's either there or it's not yeah, <laughs> I, yeah think. No, I, I hear you you know like and on making plans i just love that the, the lyric in that song i'm making plans to be lonesome because you're making plans to leave yeah 
I think Dolly maybe wrote that. She might have. She's the only person that wrote two of the songs. Right. That's right. They did a lot of covers, but um, and the Trio Two album, I, I could have easily picked that one. It's equally as good. I just my mom had the first one, and you know I stared at that cover. Do you remember? For years. Can you tell me a story about when your mom was playing it or when you well first heard it? No, I mean, I I got into I mean most of my musical. Uh, you know, my musical journey was affected first by her and all in her record collection. And she was a child of the seventies, so you know, bunch of, bunch of, um, Crosby, Stills and Nash, and Longs and Scene and Grateful Dead and all that. But that record, um, I was just drawn to it because their outfits are so crazy awesome on the right. cover, yeah, and their yeah, hair yeah. looks wild, and they're all dressed country and western. And um, we would we would clean on Saturdays. Every Saturday, I had to do certain chores. My mom was very chore and task oriented. And so my parents. I had to do my chores before I could do anything else. And uh, that was when we listened to records was on Saturdays. So yeah. there you go. There you go. Cleaning. Cleaning. That's right. Okay. Let's talk about Bob Dylan and New Morning. Okay. 11th studio album. Yeah. Released in? 1970. Nice. Uh, only four months after Self Portrait. Oh, Oh, interesting. They're very different records. They are. They're abs- They're night and day different. So you hadn't heard New Morning, huh? Uh-uh. It's the coolest. It's so, it's so, <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Okay, so I, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Uh-huh. There's certain music that I don't get yet. Yeah? Like, I understand the Rolling Stones. I get the Beatles. I get all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I don't understand yet Joni Mitchell. Uh-huh. I, to be honest, I don't really get Jimi Hendrix yet. Okay. And I definitely don't understand Bob Dylan. <laughs> and I, let, let me tell you this. So Bob Dylan has been picked the most of anybody that's been on this. Actually, he ties with Jimi Hendrix and the Beatles. Ah, oh, okay. For the top three. Okay. Those are, they've all been picked five times. Oh, wow. This album has never been picked. Awesome. Love that. Yeah, there you go. It's a silent killer. I mean, there's The Man in Me is the only song on it that is... Well known, I guess. Um, probably from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> okay. Because the man in me is in the Big yeah, Lebowski, yeah, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. The trippy scene when he's at the bowling alley. Um, wait, no, that's what condition my condition is in. Anyway, the man in me, I think it was the only song that was of any note from New Morning, you know? Yeah. Um, so what? go ahead. No. Um, so it was produced by Al Cooper. And yeah. And did you know this? Did you know that Jerry Jeff Walker's Mr. Bojangle was almost included on this record? No, I did not know that. That was one of the picks. Wow. It got dropped, though. Wow. Uh, did he ever release it? Uh, no. On another I, record? I, I don't think so. Huh. Not, not that I know of. That song would have fit nicely. Yeah. Too. Because the reason I love this record, and the reason it's my favorite, you know, with Bob Dylan, like, there are a lot of things, there are eras of Bob mm, Dylan that are sure. annoying to me. Okay. I mean, I love him and I appreciate him very much. But, like, I can't handle a lot of his singing at sometimes, or lack thereof, Okay. I guess. Or if he's blowing on the harmonica too much on a record. Like, I, I, I like it and I, lo- I appreciate it, but I don't think I could listen to it over and over again to, enough to have it be in my top five. There you go. <laughs> but this... This Bob Dylan, he just seemed, he was singing great. Like the songs are melodic. They're not long and super wordy. Mm-hmm. They're they're happy, you know? It just seems like he was in a really happy place in his life at that time. And 
they also sound like demos the way that they're they they're do. not even it's like, they do you know they like sound not very produced right? no not at all um and their songs are the harmonies on it i love the the background singers yeah. on it. and there there are a couple of really goofy songs like if dogs run free mm -hmm. that one's so goofy and yeah. ridiculous so anyway i just i let i i can put it on and listen to it over and over and over again and so when do you listen to it do you is i mean at home just on my record player yeah yeah okay so for no mood just a yeah i guess when i clean Cleaning. Yeah, cleaning. cleaning. There's a cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tiny place and I have a dog, so yeah, I clean a lot. Uh, okay, are you ready for for my Dylan Quest question? Um, yes. And I think this is gonna be another one, easy, easy one for you. Okay. What was Dylan's real name? Robert Zimmerman. Okay. Was it Randall Robert Zimmerman? Was it Robert <laughs> Allen Zimmerman? Or was it C. Randall Stein Zimmerman? Robert Allen Zimmerman? B? No, it's A. <laughs> it's A. I put two Randalls in there. <laughs> it's Robert Allen Zimmerman. Yeah, no, that's what I thought it was. Okay, you said it first. All right, so we'll, we'll give it to you. Anyway. Oh, okay, you okay. Go. All right, congratulations. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you have a lot to do over there because you have to list the, the A, B, and C. And you yeah. have to get the button right. Well, and I have to I have to kind of at least put a little bit of trickery in there so I could fool you. Yeah. No, I, Robert Allen's everyone is. All right, so now, now convince me why I should be a Bob Dylan fan, please. Uh. I get it. He's... He he's mystical. He's his lyrics often sound like they don't mean anything, even though they might. <laughs> um, he's got a very strange vocal. Um, yes, he plays the same kind of harp, um, and I, I get it. I I do the same thing, but well, I, I try to make my lyrics a little bit more um, concise. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily concise, but you know, I, I'm just trying to figure out why people freak. I mean. First of all, I don't think anyone should be a fan of anything. So if you're not, you're not. You know what I mean? But Wait, you're saying that, say that again? Nobody should, you have to be a fan? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you said convince me why I should be a fan of Bob okay. Dylan. And like, you, you shouldn't be if you're not. I know, <laughs> but, know? but there's so many people that love him. I want to understand why. Yeah. Well, I guess it's the songs first. Okay. I mean, to make you feel my love. You like, you like what he says? I like what he says. Okay. Yeah. I like what he says. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, 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 again, this was more of a record question podcast. Fair enough. Versus Bob Dylan, I wouldn't say is one of my top five favorite artists. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just love that record. And when you asked me the first one that I listed, which we haven't talked about yet, and, and Bob Dylan's New Morning, those came like that. One okay. and two, easy. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So tell me why I should be a fan of this album. Again, I don't have to be, and I don't. I don't have to you be. You sure don't. I'm just trying to understand why. Why you think I could like it? Uh huh. Okay. Why well, I think you could like it? Well, I mean, there are a lot of really clever songs on the album, as all of his records have really clever tunes, and it's he, a, does, he is clever. He's cle yeah, he's clever. <laughs> That's a great word. And I don't know. It's just it makes me feel good. I, I can't really explain why it, it it's like a real ha you know he's had so many different phases of his career right he's yeah. written all kinds of he's he goes and 
different phases, right? So mm-hmm. this one's less. Uh, this wasn't. This one isn't protesty songs or a million verses or it's just it's just songs. Feels like he's happy, like he's just out uh, in the in the country living with rel- his woman. Listen to it. I need to go re- re-listen to it and, li- and listen to it with that prerogative in mind. Yeah, and listen to the harmony vocals too. They're pretty great. Okay, I can do that. It just feels good and smooth and easy, and it's something that I could, you know, not ever get tired of. Is why I chose it. But I, I wouldn't put Bob Dylan in my top f- five artists. You know, I mean, uh, for me, no. Because I'm a singer, sure. and that's what I love first and foremost is... Do you think he has a good vocal? I think on that record, I like it, yeah. He kind of went back to his kind of scratchy thing that he used to do at the well, beginning, I felt. Yeah. But, like, listen to the title track, New Morning. Okay. Just start there. Okay, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I could definitely do that. All right, let's talk about Church Street Blues by Tony Rice. Never even heard of this guy. Stop it! I'm I'm being serious. Okay. I, I never I never heard of Tony Rice. Okay. I thought it was a <laughs> I thought it was a different guy uh, when I when I first listened to it. But uh, released in 1983. Yeah. Um, he Tony Rice has played. This guy is incredible. He's I mean, ridiculous. It, it's it. I watched some videos. He's a flat picker. But he is the flat picker. And uh, he, but he played with David Grisman, Jerry Garcia, Ricky Skaggs. Yeah. Um, and Peter I mean, Rowan. Yeah. They made a lot of records together. Well, like three, I think. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Uh, this record, I picked it because this one taps into my kind of my bluegrass side. No doubt. Of my musical brain that I love so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I couldn't list five records without picking a, a bluegrass album because I love that music so much. And and he's uh, he's just like the perfect combination. His voice is so. Did you listen to yeah. it? Oh, sure. I I almost listened to it twice. Yeah, it's so rich and soothing but, and yeah, you know, and the song choices. He didn't write songs really. Every once in a while, he did, but right. he wasn't really a songwriter. But um, that record is just him and his guitar. I mean, I I I feel like he has such like a, a masterful domination of the acoustic guitar. Yeah, you know, I mean, so I wonder what Monty Montgomery thinks of this guy. Yeah, I wonder. I'm sure, I mean, if you're any kind of flat-picking guitar player, you've definitely heard of Tony Rice, I, I would think. I'm a flat-picker, and I had not. Yeah. I'm not well, a huge bluegrass fan, though. Right. Maybe that's why, I guess. But, yeah? But, yeah, I mean, he was, uh, he made some records with, um, uh, gosh, what were they? It was called the Pizza Tapes. Yeah. And it was... Uh, I, Jerry Garcia... I, and, I did read about that. Yeah. Yeah. Him, Jerry Garcia, and why? Why can't I? Doc and Dog. Uh, David Grissom. You just said that. Right. Grissman. Grissman. Yeah. I always get our our David I, Grissom and <laughs> David Grissman. I, I used to as well. Uh, I love how like empty it because it's it's pretty much a solo record, just him a guitar and a vocal. You know, yeah. There's, there's a couple. There's a couple songs where he has somebody else playing acoustic guitar with him. But, you know, you could also hear the imperfections. Yeah. Like, you, you hear him flub a, a, a note. Sure. He doesn't stop it and try to make it perfect, and that's how I think records should be recorded. Yeah, me too. I don't like... Overproduced. I, record, I recorded two EPs with AJ Vallejo, and everything was just... It was exactly how he wanted it to be, and I was like, no, nah, that's not... So, you know, we went in and recorded live last yeah, time because, exactly and you know we, we did some overdubs and stuff like that but it was i, I want to hear those mistakes yeah 
Me too, to an extent. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Right. <laughs> I don't want to hear them everywhere, but, yeah. uh, you know, I want people to talk about them. Yeah. You know, and I also got like kind of from his vocal, I, I kind of got this like James Taylor kind of feel or vibe. Did you, do you hear that? Yeah, that's a good comparison. I had never thought about it like that before. Yeah. Um, you said that was 83. So in about 92, is that right? Or maybe it was 97. He lost his voice, couldn't sing anymore. And he actually, he passed away this year. He passed away a few months ago. Yeah, 2020, I think. Yeah. Um, but most of his, I mean, he's got so many records that are just him solo. And really, I almost picked Tony Rice Sings Gordon Lightfoot because that record is so good. I actually had that one, then I erased it and put... <laughs> this one because i i love this i know every word and every, i can sing all of his little licks on this record i, I love when did this you record. first hear it um i'd say i was probably in college um i dated, I dated a mandolin player um into high school into college and he uh, was a bluegrass fan and he'd take me to um you know the station in in nashville and we'd go to uh merle fest and he got me into like sam bush and you know yeah. got me into bluegrass music and um Eventually that record came on and uh, something just fell in love with it immediately. It's just his, the way he treats a song, you know, his, cause he doesn't write really. Right. So these are all his interpretations of these tunes and, um, it's the best though. It's the best. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I mean, when we, when I play covers, I, I don't want to make it sound exactly like the, re the, the same thing. Totally. You know, I want to, yeah. I want a big gun show that shit up. Yeah. You know, I want to <laughs> smear me on it. Sure. So, all right. Uh-oh, quiz time? Quiz question. Ooh. Who was the only other person other than Tony on this record? Was it A, oh, well, A, his brother, B, his good friend Johnny Cash, or C, his hero Jimmy Rogers? His brother. <laughs> Congratulations again. You're nailing the quiz question. Nailing it, man. Jeez, this is awesome. Has anyone gotten all the quiz questions right? Um... Weldon Henson almost. I've only done like three with quizzes. Oh, now. that's right. You just started it I with harmony. Start, yeah, I started with harmony. Then I did it with Weldon, and then I kind of took ended season one, and then I did it with Mitch. Yeah, I think Mitch nailed almost everyone, everyone but one. I think that's what helped. My Weldon. goal is to beat Mitch today. <laughs> You're gonna be perfect. I'm just yeah. I'm gonna try. <laughs> just so I can, we can rub it in his face. I can give you a hint. That's, <laughs> hints. Um, okay, what else you want to say about about Church Street Blues? I mean, I, I I sit right here and I put headphones on so I get to hear all of the pannings and everything, and it's just uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I, I this is why I love doing this podcast because yeah. now I have a whole new appreciation for different things. You yeah, know, I mean, for instance, like when Sturgill Simpson did his you know cutting grass, right? Takes takes his old songs and then does them bluegrass Blue style. Blue grassed them up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was pretty cool, huh? It's kind of like, uh, do you ever hear of, um, what are they called? Uh, Hayseed Dixie? Yeah. They take ACDC and bluegrass yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah. God, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> are they still a band? I think so, but I don't think they're just doing, I think they're doing other songs now. Okay. Like, not just ACDC. Right. <laughs> that'd be hard. Yeah, that'd be hard. Make a, make a whole uh, career out of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, man. What else do I want to say about it? Well, I mean, we. I think we've said it. I just. I'm not like a guitar. I'm not a guitar player or a picker or anything like that. I just love 
and I don't even like tons of, you know, solos. Like too many notes is too many yeah. notes f- for me. One too many notes. <laughs> there you go. But um, there's just something about how smooth he is, and it just is, doesn't ever annoy me when Tony Rice plays a solo. But not just solo. I mean, just everything he does. His right I, hand. I, 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 don't know how he does it. I mean, when I was watching those videos, I was like, how is he doing that? I know. And they'd show his fingers, and I was just going, ah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm not a guitar player either. I'm a songwriter just like you. Yeah. And I don't I don't claim to be a guitar. I, I, I think my biggest weakness as a guitar player is being a songwriter. Because anytime I, see, yeah. I hear something cool, I'm like, oh, I got, I got to chase that, you know? Right. I got a lyric that'll go with that, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, well... But. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, I really, really appreciate people that can play like that. I don't really even have a desire to, honestly. <laughs> I, I wish I could. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, that'd be great, but I'm not, I would never set out to try to do that, you know, just because, I mean, I don't, there's plenty of people that can do can that. Do that. For um, you. Yeah, yeah, can do that for me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, his, I've seen, I saw him live a bunch of times, and um, just his right hand is just like a metronome, and the way he like... It's so strong and intentional and, you know. Yeah, and I mean, typically I see people, you know, with some sort of picks on their hands or, you know, but never just a flat pick. Yeah, right. That play like that. I don't know. I wonder who. Or no picks. Was the first flat picker. Ever? Yeah. Wow. I, I know. That's a good question. That huh? is a good question. Huh. Okay. Money plays. That's my quiz question. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait a second. Is it a? <laughs> okay. Well, so another album I'd never heard of, and I've heard Dawes on the radio a lot. Yeah. Like I love Sun Radio. By the way, I love your show, River Girl Radio. Thank I you. I try to listen to it every time. It was a lot easier when it wasn't early in the morning. No, no kidding. I've I've never even heard it before <laughs> since it moved to eight a.m. <laughs> Do you record that ahead of time? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am not up that early yep. on a Saturday. <laughs> well, I t- it's a lot. I have been last month or so. Yeah. So I usually come out here while my, while my wife's sleeping inside, and I get to go. I get to get to listen to it. Now. Yeah. Thank you. I always. I, I. I do enjoy it. It's a. It's a. It's a great show. That's one thing I, I love about you. Said that you love doing this because you get to you know meet people yeah. and also get turned on to new music, and that's how I feel about that radio show. Is that I try to do a theme based mm-hmm. show. So I have to really go research and try to find songs or or maybe I'm tributing an, an artist and so I have to dive into their catalog right. and listen to stuff I've never listened to before. Then you get to pick the best of the best. <clears throat> yeah. It's really I've learned a whole ton in the five years I've been doing it. Um so Dawes. I did hold on. But okay. I did listen to your last your most recent one on Paul on Paul Simon. Yeah. Have you ever heard G Love and Special Sauce do fit fifty ways to leave your lover? I did listen to that. I love that version. I did listen to that. That that was a contender that morning. <laughs> I think I ended up playing Paul's, didn't I? No, I no, can't remember. You, I can't remember. Anyway, I did. Yeah, I listened to that. I love G Love. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, third studio album released in 2003, Stories Don't End by Dawes. 2013. 13. Yeah. You're correct. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Taylory... Taylor Zachary Goldsmith was his given name, the lead singer and uh-huh. primary songwriter. A fine Jewish name. Yes. It is a fine Jewish name. Uh, he played in Middle Brother that was made up of Matthew Logan Vasquez of Delta Spirit and John McCauley of Deer Tick. Uh, Delta Spirit, have you ever heard of Campfire? No. Campfire Gathering. It was. I was going to be the host MC 
face of it. Oh, this is coming back to me. Yeah, it was a killer line. It was going to be held out at um, yes, at Camp Lucy. Yes, and, I remember this. And it, we had like spot. It was it was going to be killer, but it got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, is it going to happen again? Uh, not this year. Right. But hopefully, We're, we've got visions of making it like doing it twice a year. I want to do it out at, at like actual summer camps. Oh yeah, cool. Right, but mm-hmm. I mean, we do it right in between South by Southwest, and we try not to uh, clash with luck. Yeah. But I mean, we had a killer lineup. Yeah, I remember that, and it was all sold out and whatnot, ready to go. It wasn't and then sold just, out. This, okay. This was first year. This yeah. Is year one, but you know, year two is going to be a lot better. And but we had like booze sponsors, food sponsors, and everything was there. I mean, you paid a ticket price, which is a little bit expensive, but you got we were. You got food, drink. You could stay there on the premise. You could rent a yurt or an RV. You could uh, stay wow, at the cool. actual places there. Uh, we had, um, it's a summer camp for adults. Yeah. Uh, for mu- adult music lovers. You get axe throwing, archery, fishing. You could do whatever you wanted during the day. Yeah. So it, it was a cool concept, but I digress. Okay. Um, what made you think of that? Because uh, Matthew uh, Vasquez was going to be in uh-huh. it with Delta Spirit, and he was also going to do his own thing. Bruce Robertson was involved. Nikki Lane was going to, he had the whole chapel sessions and it, yeah. it was going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was going to be epic. You'll do it again. Oh, All will. these things will, will come back. Oh, they will. Yeah. They will for sure. Um, so he is also, Taylor has also performed on albums with Jackson Brown. Yes. Dave Rawlings. Yeah. So he, he produced their last record, I believe Dave Rawlings did. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then also on a John Fogarty album. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, there was a magazine, I think it was called Consequence Magazine, said, um, a pain-ridden yet unabashed rendering of hope, <laughs> stories don't end, finds beauty in everything from January Christmas lights to the billion-year-old stars they obscure. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's a line from his song, actually. Yeah, you know, I've, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a line from a song in, in, on Stories Don't End. Awesome. That's that's killer. Um, from a window seat, I've heard that song a ton, but so I've good. never I've never really, you know, because he never really goes after his vocal. Yeah. You know, he, it's always kind of a, a mid tempo. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's it's never really. I, mean, I have a hard time being like that. Sure, it's not extreme. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's but but it grooves. Yeah, he's got a definite style, and you—I'm sure you can you. hear his influence, his Jackson Brown influence. Oh, no doubt, it's all over the place. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, and I just love how like unorthodox his vocals are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's like sometimes you—I I think what it's, it's on most people was the song that really kind of yeah. when he, he always comes in at the wrong time. I'm not expecting him to come in. I know when he's coming in, but I just never expect it right then. That's right. His phrasing is really interesting. Yeah, it's like the cadence. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, I thought it, you know I picked Dawes because they're they're my new favorite band of the last. Um, most of the music I love is, was made in the '70s or early early '80s, uh-huh. you know, and so I, I find myself getting really stuck in the old a lot of times. But Dawes has been one of those discoveries in the last ten years that you know um, that I love as much as. I do a, a Neil Young record or something. And so that one in particular, I, I love a lot of their records. And that was just my introduction into Dawes. And um, so I fell in love with, with Dawes by getting that record. And you know how times in your life, places, wherever you're at, 
you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, all that, if a record just hits you at that time and it has the songs on it that you yeah. want to hear at that time. And that's what happened with that record. I just uh, heard it and it just connected, it just to, it, connected it, with me. Yeah. At that time. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. I mean, gosh, I've, I listen to I listen to it often, and I've, I probably listened to it for a whole year. You know, just got probably two thousand times. Player. <laughs> yeah, to me. for sure. And uh, and then I went back, and now I've you know I I went back and discovered their first two records, and then have been a fan ever since. But for me, it's I mean I'm a bit of a hard sell, I guess, um, really to be quite honest of new music. I mean I I uh, I don't really need, mean to say it like that. It's just hard for me to get into somebody, their all their their whole body of work, you yeah. know, <clears throat> in in modern times. I, I dig it. I, you know I, what I, I mean? It. Yeah, I, I do. You know, it's like I mean, I it's like, do you like Jet? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know much about them, but I they're on, they're one of my top five records. Okay, the Get Born album. Yeah, I just but I'm a I'm a rock and roller. That's, Does that got dun 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 dun? Yeah. 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 Are you gonna be my girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's is, great. That's it. It, it is an it's incredible album. If you, well, it, it sounds old, you know that. Maybe I think it's like two thousand three. But it sounds like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Made in, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember hearing that song for the first time. Going, wow, who the hell is that? And then it was all over like Apple Music for promotions and stuff. Yeah. Because it's just it's such like a catchy yeah song, you know. And totally. Then, and yet got two brothers. The whole brother thing it always blows me away. Right. Same with Dawes. The brothers? Yes, they are. They are brothers. The drummer. The drummer. That's right. Well, that's the same. That's the same thing here. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. With Jet, at least. And then you've got the Black Crows, and I mean, yeah. the, the only one that did it, like didn't fizzle was like the Almond Brothers, right? I guess so. I mean, typically those brothers they get in fights. Oh yeah, it doesn't last long. <laughs> Kings of Leon. I just had this conversation last night. Our 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 local, you know, Cody Braun, the Braun Brothers, uh -huh. Reckless Kelly. I've, went and had some drinks with him last night and we've just had this very conversation because they've been together for like 25 years yeah. and that's really yeah. rare it is no, no matter what level of fame you're at no, you know wherever you are on that on that spectrum of success it's no matter it's hard to stay together when you're brothers yeah. and they've been doing it for 25 years i mean that's that, that's insane that's I awesome know. Isn't that, crazy? That, that counts i mean that counts that 25 years that's a lot yeah um, Very few brothers have made it for. I I feel like Dawes will. I think that I, I hope so. Yeah, they seem I, to I have. I hope so. Well, Black Crows. I, have you read uh, the biography by the drummer? No. It's up there. It's it's awesome. By the way. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Um, but they he tells the story of how they just used to just fight, fight, fight. Yeah. I mean, th throwing fists. Oh yeah, I, I've heard. Yeah, I, I just. I don't know. And then if you get the if you get the audiobook, I haven't listened to the audiobook yet. It's him talking. It's the the drummer talking. He's like this new oh, really? he's a sports guy now, so he's got this hey voice. <laughs> Is it a new book that was It came just... out probably a year ago. Oh, okay. Cuz weren't they going to do a tour? They did a tour. Oh, they did a tour. Without the drummer, with just the two brothers. Oh, okay. I guess Chris. I thought they were going to do a tour and then COVID happened and and I, that didn't. I but I'm wrong, I, right? I, I no. I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay. Well, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I might be wrong. Who I knows? I might be wrong. Who fucking knows. I don't know. Not me. Let's let's both be wrong. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Let's, We're just right. both wrong. But okay. So let's talk more about Dawes. Um, what what was it? What was it initially that really hooked you? Was it was it a certain song? Was it the style of music? Was it the way that that Taylor looked? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't even think I knew what they looked like um, for you know a while until I looked them up after I right. fell in love with the album. But um, I mean, it's his lyrics again. You know, I'm such a Jackson Brown fan. I, I hate to always compare him to Jackson Brown. That's okay. Because he's his own man, his own songwriter, and his own artist. But um, I could have easily put a Jackson Brown record on this list. But I, I went with Dawes because uh, I, you know, I just wanted to include something from the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not that, just have old records on the list, you know. Well, it, it, it doesn't matter, you know. I mean, yeah. The, the whole point of this, this is, is to make you think about why why would I want this record? Yeah. Right. You know, and I did. It's, it's tough, man. The it's last tough. one is tough. Just like you said, the, the last two are tough. I think the last two were tough. I think the first three are decently easy. Yeah. That was pretty easy for me. The last, the last, this was one of the last two. Um, and I, I don't love it any less. It's just, it's newer to me. You know, it's in the, within the last 10 years. So, um, I it's everything. It's the band, and I've seen them live a bunch. Like they're so great live. I, I want to go see them play. Oh man, they're so. I mean, they if sound I don't know just they're coming, like they do. Just shoot me a text and say, "Hey, dude, okay. Dawes is coming." Yeah, I'll even buy your ticket and take you. Okay, <laughs> deal. Yeah, I've seen them a bunch of times. Saw them at Old Settlers. Saw them at ACL. Um, I've seen them. I'm tout like bunches of times and they just are le they're even better live, you know. They sound that's the best. That's the best. That's the best. Yeah. And um it's it's his vocals, it's their <clears throat> excuse me, brother harmony, it's his lyrics, the way he crafts a song. I mean such a good songwriter. I'm such a fan of his songwriting style. Um Yeah, and all the songs are they're a little bit different, you know what I mean? It's not samey samey from one song to the next. There's yeah. Some variety, most people, and and uh, and um, from a window seat, you know, those are those are the ones that were played on the radio because yeah. they're they're well, upbeat. Up, but upbeat. I mean, he's got really beautiful songs. Slow. A lot of them are sad. You know? A lot. There a lot, lot of them are sad. They're very introspective. He's a very introspective writer, like, like Jackson Brown. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm getting a theme here. You know, outside of cleaning. <laughs> for your albums, yeah, uh, it's it is about the lyrics, and I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and make an assumption and say that's because you're a songwriter. Just as uh, the funny thing about me is that like it, it's not always about the lyrics. Yeah, know that I consider myself a songwriter first and foremost when it comes to music. Yeah, you know. Well, you're also a band leader. I am, and you know, I I would sure. I haven't seen you guys live, but I would imagine you like to to rock out. <laughs> oh, you don't know. It's <laughs> with a with a band called the Big Gun Show. I I would hope nothing less. Yeah. Well, we actually do a uh, a monthly residency at Jenny's Little Longhorn. Oh, Slide. cool. And so we have a whole honky tonk thing going on. Oh, good. Okay. And it's in the can. We just have to um, I have to get one thing fixed, and then we're gonna press it on vinyl. It's called Honky Rock because <laughs> we have for this now. We have this whole honky tonk side that we can play anytime we want. We've got the rock and roll side that we can play anytime we want, and so. First side honky tonk. Yeah. Flip it over. Side R is rock. Wow. So it's. I I don't know if ha, ha, have you pinned the term honky rock. I I keep. I, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I've never I, heard that. I before. hashtag it all the time now. Everything I, anything I post, I haven't been posting much recently just because I've been real super busy. But you should you might should Google that. You might be the first to say honky rock. Maybe. I, I, let, let, I hope so. Maybe uh, I can be a pioneer of something. One I word, right? So. I can. I actually get a patent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> okay, so now I'm really, 
Are you going to quiz me on Dawes? No, I don't have a quiz question for him. Because I did, I, I could ask you something complex, but you actually knew what year it was released, and so I didn't. Anyway, okay. I've got a couple quiz questions about this next. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start off by saying I believe you're either Beatles or Stones. Clearly, you're Beatles. Clearly. Yeah, Clearly. I'm Stones. Okay. But I believe that if you're Beatles, you're either John or Paul. I'm Paul. Uh, me too. Yeah. But I'm Stones. But if I have to be a Beatles, then I have to be Paul. Yeah. He's just, he's, he is the Beatles, if you ask me. You know, I, for me, it is. Uh, I'm no comment on that. Okay, fair enough. You don't, have, you don't have to comment on anything you don't want to. But this was done in 1971. Uh, it was his second solo album yep. after the Beatles. Right. It was ranked in 2020 450th of the Rolling Stones' greatest albums of all time. 450th? Of all time albums. Okay. Which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, he also released an instrumental version of Ram in 1907 called Thrillington uh, by Percy Thrills Thrillington, which is his little act or his um, moniker. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I want to. So it's an acoustic version of Ram? No, no, an instrumental oh. version. Okay. So like no lyrics. Okay. And he just did this huh. whole moniker that he, if you you can find it on Spotify. Wow, that's cool. I did not know that. Um, and yeah, so after playing all of the instruments on his first solo album, yeah, he decided, okay, listen, I'm gonna audition some other members and I'm gonna have some other players on this album. Right. So okay. quiz question number one. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. Um, when holding the auditions, some of the musicians were brought in under the guise of conducting a session to record a A, future tour, indie movie soundtrack, B, or C, a commercial jingle. Wow, this is hard. Dang. So he asked the players that ended up being on the record to come in and do A, B, or C. He said, he basically invited some of these people and he said, hey, listen, uh, I'd like you to come audition. I'm going on tour or um, we have this indie movie that we're going to do a soundtrack for or he said, a commercial jingle. Okay. I am going to go with commercial jingle. Holy shit. That is awesome. <laughs> you know your stuff. This is awesome. This, wow. I, I mean, this is crazy yeah that was just pure luck there well no don't say that mitch ballard would be pissed <laughs> if he if he knew that you didn't know that that's right man okay quiz question number two okay which beetle was most offended by this record was it a ringo b george or c john john you're nailing it you're nailing it <laughs> you're killing it here okay Kelly. thank you uh so what what do you think about all um about Paul making digs at Lennon and other Beatles on this album. Uh, Lennon made digs at Paul on his I, albums. I, I, I don't. I, I just. You I'm, know what I'm I throwing mean? Throwing it out there. Well, I, apparently there was some some dirt yeah. there. They were pissed off at each other. You know, that's sure. They, I mean, you don't just quit the Beatles. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were a lot of things at play there with them not playing together anymore. Uh, you know, I'm sure. Everyone, yeah. we all know. I'm sure you've talked about that a lot with your guests here, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I I I I think that they loved each other also 
very much. I mean, they were like brothers. <clears throat> they sure were. Like at the beginning, when they were first doing their stuff, it's like every time they got together, they'd kick out like three awesome songs. Yeah. And you know, there's a um, new documentary coming out soon by Rick Rubin. Really? Oh, right? I love Rick Rubin. Wait, I hope I'm right about that. That's Pretty okay. sure. If it's not Rick Rubin, it's... What's... Okay. I wish I could Google this right now on my phone. Anyway, it's a documentary coming out um, with footage of them the last time they were in the studio at Abbey Road uh, of them um, just having the, a ball. Like a bunch of footage that has never been shown because they've awesome. always been, you know, with their with their breakup, they're always kind of media-wise pitted yeah. against each other. You got the y Yoko thing and, mm -hmm. you know, you've seen footage and heard things about them not getting along and the, and the stabs at each other and whatnot. But there was this whole other side to their brotherhood and their friendship and their yeah, process for sure the last days in the studio together and it was all love and fun and happiness and that footage is being released in that soon do you know what it's called no i want to google it right now really bad we'll google it after we're done okay and i'll put something in the notes but i, I definitely want to check that out too um do you feel that this album is the first indie pop album <sighs> mm, maybe first indie. a lot pop of people album. say that huh Maybe. I have a quote here in a second. It's that I'll 50 read. years old this year. Did you say that already? No, I didn't. That's I, I, I should have. Yeah. It's uh it's actually it's 50th anniversary is well coming up in like a month or two it's or same something. year, same thing. Yeah, yeah. And but they're going to release it and remaster it like They remastered it once already. Right. But this is a different kind of mastering um it's going to be, God, I'm like blanking analog, on everything. Right analog now. mastering. <laughs> <laughs> analog mastered. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can see it, especially like on the the, the first song. I, I really felt that it was kind of, you know, he, it, that kind of indie sentiment of like, I really don't, I really don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Right. Make all the funny sounds that I want to make. Yeah, I, yes. With whatever, with my mouth, with my instrument, with, you know. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I could can, can see that. I could see that saying that that is definitely a spurred on effect of what indie music became. Yeah. You know? Huh. Yeah, that's cool. I hadn't thought about that. Uh, this was the one that it was, is, is my favorite. Favorite album. of all From time. From beginning to end, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was is, easy. It is a killer album. Yeah. It. And I mean, you can hear the Beatle influence, but you can also you can hear what you can hear is you can hear the Paul Beatle influence. Yeah, right. You could tell he was. I mean, the first record, McCartney, he was mm -hmm. just him. Yep, he everything. played everything, um, just like this McCartney three that just came out this year. Okay, because um, of quarantine, so he just recorded a McCartney three album at home. But um, that's when you could tell he started be. You know, he could do whatever he wanted to for the first time without anyone saying anything about anything. Yeah, and. So this one was like a, that kind of, you know, sentiment from him, but also a little bit more refined and, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, just, a, I, I think there was one song on there that was on Billboard, like only one, Uncle Albert. Uncle Albert, uh, it was his first number one since he split from the Beatles. Yeah. He also had the New York uh, Philharmonic, Philharmonic Orchestra on it. On it, that's right. Yeah. Admiral Halsey. It's got two Uncle names. Albert, Almer, Almer, it was made up of like three songs. I know. You know it's and, so and crazy. Just combined them. Um, I just recently opened for Miles Zuniga. Oh, I love him. I love him too. And I opened for him. I want to have him. him on my podcast. He would be so great. I know. That's what Harmony said. 
It'd be like the top three would be Beatles albums, though. I'm just, That's okay. He know, he knows all of everything. But he called me before our gig, and he goes, I'm thinking about doing Uncle Albert. Whole album. <laughs> no, the song. Oh, okay. Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey, the whole song. Uh-huh. He's like, will you, will you want to do that with me? <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. No one's ever asked me that. What a weird song to try to pull off just acoustically at a gig. Yeah. And there's a bunch of weird, you know. Where'd you do that? Uh, it was in quarantine, so it was the series that um, the Moody started on the porch. Okay. It's like out on the porch of the Moody Theater. They had an outdoor show out there, and I I opened for Miles, and he was like, "Let's let's attempt Uncle Albert." Like, let's okay. Bring it back up. <laughs> so it was on the porch of the Moody. Yeah, like in quarantine. It d- up on like the second story. Yeah, oh, exactly. Cool. It was I never cool. Saw that. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing it, but... That's awesome. I like yeah, that. It was uh, like a little singer-songwriter series that they had all socially distanced and whatnot out there. What do you think about the rumors that started floating around about uh, Paul and Linda's equal crediting on the album uh, were to give more publishing revenue to the McCartneys and away from like Northern songs? Did you ever hear that? No. I, I heard it in a podcast. I, I think it was a... Uh, I forget which podcast it was. It was, um, but what would it matter if Paul wrote it or Paul and Linda? It's the were, same they family. Were, they were going through something with uh, Northern Lights music, and oh. um, so there was some discrepancy about something, and so they. I mean, she doesn't really do a whole lot on the album. No, it says that she writes half the songs, but it's hmm. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. She was in his band forever, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't even care. I don't either. I just I always like to know about this. <laughs> no, I know that's I mean, interesting. You're, you're supposed to be a Beatles freak. I'm. I'm I don't well, know. I'm not a Beatles freak. <laughs> I Miles would know this. Uh, uh, ben Jones, my boyfriend, would know all of these answers and have all of the things to say about this. But um, no, I don't. I didn't know that. But I, for whatever she did, whatever you know, influence she had on him, whether she was, uh, you know, getting him coffee. When he was in the studio yeah, yeah, <laughs> writing yeah, these right, tunes, right. I I don't know. I've I wonder what Mitch would say about this, but I've been in um, writing sessions in Nashville where, you know, I had a co-write with someone, but that person was just on fire that day and had all the things to say, and I was like, well, I guess I'll just go get uh, get us some, some writing credit, some coffee, and yeah. here's a word, <laughs> here's a line. Does this line work? They're like, yeah. It's like cool. Co-write. Yeah, boom. Yeah. <laughs> I've yep. been a part of many like that, you know, and then. And then vice versa. So who knows? Well, you write a lot with Jason Eady, who I think he's one of my songwriting heroes. Yeah, he's pretty wonderful. The, one, the song that you guys did, Liars and Fools, that you guys wrote. Yeah. Is, I love that song. Thank you. It Thank is, you. It is an incredible song. I just. I love his recording of it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Trisha's recording too. Yeah. But, thank um, you. Uh, yeah. So it did get some, initially got some bad reviews. Ram did? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to read a couple of them to you. Okay. Not that they're. But they're just kind of it, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, John Lando from the Rolling from Rolling Stone said he did not like it. He called Ram uh, if it was Paul who used to polish up the linen bluntness and forced him to adapt a little style. It is by now apparent that Lennon held the reins on the McCartney custard pie Florida attempts to <laughs> at pure rock muzak spelt with a Z and an AK. Uh, 
he was there to keep Martin McCartney from going off on the deep end that leads to an album that as an emotionally vacious as Ram. <laughs> vacious? Uh, that, I, I don't even know how to say that word. I don't um, even know what that word uh, means. Playboy accused McCartney of substituting a facility for any real substance <laughs> and compared it to watching someone juggle five guitars. It's fairly impressive, but you keep wondering why he bothers. <laughs> And then NME called it an, excru- an excursion into almost unrelieved tedium and the worst thing Paul McCartney has ever done. Wow. But the yeah. review, re- reviews got better. <laughs> yeah. Said, Did they get better as, as I mean. W- as time. Uh-huh. You know, people looking back. Yeah, right. that's, uh, that's so typical, right? Someone comes it out, is. they want to say something, and then all of a sudden, like, looking back after it's been popular for 20 years, like, oh, it was so awesome. Yeah. Um, Mojo said, today it sounds quintessentially McCartney. Yeah. Rolling Stone dubbed it a daffy masterpiece and a grand psychedelic ramble of full of divine melodies and orchestral frippery. Wow. A lot of what words is, what here. What is frippery? I don't know, but I'm going to start using it. <laughs> it's a sense. I mean, it's it's an onomatopoeia. It's like. It is. Yeah. It's, it's like fr- crackle. Frippery. Frippery. It's so free. I'm yeah, he frippery. Says, maybe it's some kind of like. Uh, it's probably your English, Tam. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. It's a limey word. Yeah. <laughs> I love the word limey. <laughs> uh, okay. So when I heard three legs off this album. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is so Kelly McWee. <laughs> this is so Kelly. I love it so much. Oh, uh, so good. I mean, the, the the acoustic guitar was just it, it's just perfect. It's so groovy, and it comes in with that that Beatles mega horn. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Thing? And the groove, like it changes. It, it changes it like a time signature. Totally. Yeah. Love that. And the the breakdown at the end, it's just like. Yeah. It, it's such a great song. Um, so now I I've been talking about this album more than you. It's okay. I love it. Um, Honestly, I, I don't think that I've read reviews. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, I don't know if I've ever you don't like. Have to. It's it's what you like, and it's, yeah, it's, and you picked it for a specific reason. Yeah. And now I want to know. I mean, well, I, I do know you love it from beginning to end. You can listen to it all day long. Yeah. That's right. Why is your is your question? Why is that? I, I'm just I'm, I just want to know I mean, what, you, what you talk to me. I don't even know if I know the answer to that. It doesn't, you don't have to have an answer. You can just say, I, I loved it. I mean, I love the... the I you, love you, singing along and trying to sing all the parts that he sings. and uh, do, 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 You know? Hey, Mr. Bart. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, the, with the, the whole, like, yeah. I love love those effects. I mean, that's... It's so more, goofy and weird. And yeah, it's like, like what? Like Gil Summerine-ish, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of those people... I mean, I'm sure everyone had a hard time hearing a Paul record or a John record. Mm-hmm. Right after the Beatles, you know what I mean. No yeah. one was gonna like anything, so. <laughs> yeah, not, not as much as the oh you traitor whatever it is, but yeah no I I mean I I have the most respect for the Beatles. I just I they don't resonate with me like the Stones do. Yeah. That's just me though. Yeah, and that is that musically. Yeah. Yeah, like melody. Everything. Right. Riffy. Riffy, right. You know, I mean, right. Riffy's, I mean, the Stones are so much sloppier and dirtier yeah. and nastier. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you want your that's daughter right. to sleep with a Rolling Stone? That's, or a Beatle. Oh, yeah, a Beatle for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. You know, and so I, that's just kind of where I, the bad boy of, of, of music, that's where, that's kind of. Yeah, I get it. Like, I, I believe the rock. I mean, I love the Stones too. You know? Rolling Stones. Some yeah. uh, some people just don't 
love him as much as me. Like I believe that Keith is the best guitar player in the world only because he's kicked out more legendary riffs than anybody else in the history. Maybe ACDC. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I I, I believe you. Yeah. I had <laughs> never thought belief. about it. This, this is, is my belief. This is the th- <laughs> these are the things I think about at night when I'm going to bed. <laughs> now you can start thinking about Wow, he has kicked out all of us. <laughs> I'll start singing them all in my head. He's right behind you, largely up oh, yeah. on your him, wall him there. Him and Mick. Yes. That's, I love that photo. That's a That's great my... photo. It's a lot of debauchery on that table. I'm still curious if one of these is a knife. If that's a I'm knife like, is that mushrooms gun? in that in that jar there? I don't know. Mick's in the middle? cutting the smoke. Yeah. Man, that's a cool photo. That's why you sit right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you sit there. But, uh, yeah, no, I just, uh, you know. Wow. Well, I went to Desert Trip. Okay. Do you I, don't mem- even, I don't even know what that is. Okay. It was in, um, God, my brain today. Good thing I won all those quiz questions. Yeah, you did. 100%. 100%. she <laughs> won. We're going to have to text yeah. Mitch immediately. Well, we will for sure. Okay. Um, no, Desert Trip was in uh, where Coachella is. Okay. It was uh, 20... 20- 15 i want to say okay and uh it was three days you never heard of this it's a one th- one time thing it hasn't happened year? since i think 2015 okay so in the past like maybe 10 years 16. yeah okay. maybe it was 2016 yeah and for sure in the past five years i just can't remember specifically okay. what year it was my memory is the worst Welcome to my world. Yeah, I'm so bad. I mean, this was an epic, epic weekend for me, and I can't remember when it was. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the Stones, and it was the Who, and it was Bob Dylan, and it was Neil Young. I do remember that now. Yeah. I do remember that. It was insane. And Paul, and let's see, there were two acts per night, so I'm missing. All the British folk. Yeah, there were. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, a lot of them there. the Who and Stones and Paul and Bob and Neil. Who am I missing? Don't know. Oh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. That's another band I can't get into. I, I don't. I don't get it yet. Yeah. I don't get it. You don't get Dark Side of the Moon. I, I've, I've, I have the album. Yeah. I don't really ever go. Yeah, you, know, you don't Pink just Floyd. put it on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't either. Well, I mean, I like I get that it. album. Maybe, maybe if you like the Grateful Dead, if you if you tripped out and listened to their music which i did um i mean no i would never do anything illegal like that but exactly yeah yes um but you know and you saw the light shows and all that stuff maybe that's something that really stuck with you yeah i get that but yeah yeah i don't know yeah i'm trying i'm still trying dark side of the moon that was another record my mom had so that was just in my brain from early on you know and then i think in high school like one of the few times i've smoked pot i uh, can I say that? Or maybe we should take that out. No. Everybody, Kelly smokes weed. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either anymore. I don't. I but I, But I. the one one of the times I tried it, I did, we did the whole uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did that too. I got really high before I went And that was really cool, you know. It, it was cool. I think. I barely remember it. <laughs> uh, but, but I, I mean, it, it did time out in certain things. Sure. You know. Yeah. But, I don't think it was meant to be that way. But yeah, that band, I mean, it was, they they were great. I mean, visually, their show was amazing. Right. You know, the, the props alone. Mm-hmm. And Lucius is their background singer. So I, I was, because mm-hmm. that's what I do now most of the time is I'm a background singer. I know this. So 
I was just fixated on them the whole time because they're such, you know, that's a that's a harmony that's, yeah. I don't think they're sisters. Are they sisters, I Lucius? Hmm. I, I, I do not know the answer yeah. to that. But anyway, um, all that to say, that weekend was crazy for Still me. off the charts. It was off the charts. And we had great seats. Like, it was ridiculous. And uh, But I got uh, to see the Stones. There were seats, huh? Yeah. It was like an, they call it old cella. Because okay. it's like <laughs> Coachella, Coachella for old people. Yeah. Old cella, okay. Yeah, it was like old cella. Um, but yeah, we there were seats in the front, and then there was the general admission in the back. But okay, I, I did kind of like an we amphitheater went for type it deal with the tickets. You know, we cool. went for it. So um, anyway, I got to see the Stones. It was great, oh, but it didn't compare to to <laughs> Paul McCartney's <Yeah>. show. <laughs> <laughs> you love Paul. I love Paul. Okay. All okay. right. So tell tell me. I I know that you have. Uh, I've seen where you are online. Uh, you're at Kelly McWee. I want to spell this out for everybody. It's Kelly with an E-Y, and then McWee is spelt M-I-C-K, like Mick Jagger, kind of. Uh, and then <laughs> M-I-C-K-W-E-E yep. dot com. We've got the Trishas dot com. If you haven't heard of the Trishas, please. The, I mean, talk about harmony vocals. These They are incredible. Love. Uh, love what you guys did. Thank you. Uh, Red River Songs, yep. which is awesome group of songwriters festival that we do every year if you want to talk about it you can well yeah i mean uh it hadn't happened it didn't happen this last year and it's i guess 2022 goddamn covid i know get the hell out of here let's go um it's all happening you know slowly but surely we'll we'll make it back no worries but i think 2022 it's in uh, red river new mexico in in january yeah, and it's uh, Walt Wilkins and Susan Gibson and Drew Kennedy and Josh Greider and myself. Mm-hmm. We're kind of the owners, organizers right. of it. And uh, we, then we have about four or five different guests, but all songwriters. You know, we've had a few duos, but generally it's just a solo. It's a listening, you know, yeah. songwriter festival. and Nice. Um, yeah. And then um, you're a shiny soul sister. Yes. With shiny ribs. Yes, that's I, my, I love. That's yeah. my full-time gig. Uh, I was at a ham uh, benefit or a ham, the battle of the bands. Yeah. And we won best song and Kevin Russell was one of the judges. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, oh, about, I just wanted to say this. My Shawnee soul sister, Alice Spencer. Uh huh. We've, you know, I, I kind of, I got put into the band because uh, I was uh, filling in for someone who couldn't make a tour. And so Alice didn't know me. I was just this random person right. that she had never met before. And I was all of a sudden going to be on stage with her and sharing a room with her and touring with her. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of scary and weird, you know, to know that this person's going to come that you've never met, that only Kevin knew me. No one right, else right, did. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the first conversations we had, we were talking about music and we bonded and we fell in love and have been in love ever since over, Paul McCartney's Ram being both of our favorite <laughs> albums. Awesome. I love that. That's great. See, that's another thing you should say about Ram. Exactly. See? I mean. Damn it, Kelly. Yeah. we're uh, gonna. In fact, we're going to work up a couple, and we're going to slide them into a Shawnee Rib show here in the next few months. We're going to work up a few of the Ram songs. And, and then you've got Sister Golden Hair, the band. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Corporate cover uh, band. Gotcha. Gotcha. Corporate cover Money band. band. Right. Um, Wendy Colonna and... Barbara Nesbitt. Oh, I love both those guys. It's, it's the three of us. 
We have only played one gig because we started that right before COVID. Right on. So, <laughs> and then of course, I th- uh, one of my favorite things about you is is your son. I've already said it, uh, but your, your show on Sun Radio, River Girl Radio. It's at Saturdays at eight p.m. A.M. Did I say that? Yeah, right? you said eight p.m. Oh, I meant a.m. It's in the morning, but it's worth getting up for. And I, it's really hard to record things these days off the radio. Yeah, I yeah. But, I'd love to figure out how to you know put it online to stream for the why don't you talk to kevin well i think there's a lot more to that than simply just uh, you gotta pay for other kind of royalties, like streaming royalties i don't know about that all i know is that uh what's his name for bridge radio does it and he posted on like soundcloud oh he does it himself i bet you he pays for that carlton yeah right carlton dillard Uh uh-huh um yeah we did that one time um and then i don't know what this 8750 festival is Oh, where are you getting all that? From your, your oh my email, your, yeah, your email, but you took it off. Anyway, okay. Uh, go out there. <laughs> it, you can't see the Trishes anymore, but go check out Shiny Ribs. She's uh, she's awesome with that, and I just thank you so much. Really uh, anything else you want to say? I, any place else uh, like Facebook handle? Anything like that? No, I I no, just I mean you can just Insta. Put my name in the old Google machine, and that stuff comes up, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it does. I don't. I have never met another Kelly McWee. So as far as I know, I am the only one that has a website anyway. So okay, it's all fair enough. It's all there. If you want people to know about you, then speak up. I'm so bad at this. This is why I'm. This is why I'm a shiny soul sister now, and I'm in shiny ribs because I don't have to do anything. I don't. I don't have to promote myself. Stop. Come on. (laughs) I'm serious. Yeah, but I've seen you play. You're you 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 play with Colin. By the way. Your most recent effort, Birds of a Feather? Oh, yeah. Colin and I made a record together. Awesome. Thank it's killer. You. Thanks. It's killer. I love uh, the groove that you get. Like, uh, and Colin's songs, are, they're, they're kind of, they're more like rocky. Kinda, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's riffy. Yeah. He's he's more keefy. See? He's yeah. more keefy. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. And we didn't have a bass player on that record either. So it's just John Chipman on drums mm-hmm. and Colin and myself. I love John Chipman, too. Me, too. He'd he's be a good like, one to have in here. I'd love to have him on. Yeah. He'd, he'd be awesome. He'd love it. Uh, okay, cool. Well, yeah. listen, thank you so much for coming in here. One thank thing, though, before it. I say goodbye to um, the old internetia, uh-huh. I would like you to carve your name in my table. Okay. All right. Done. Like my full name? Or? You can do whatever you want. I'll show you <laughs> I'll show you what's going on here, but we use that as the Im- episode image when we release it. Okay. And we drop it. Thank you so much for asking me. This oh, is really fun. Oh, are you fun. kidding me? This is, this is great. I've, I've wanted to have you on this for a while. Thanks, man. All I right. learned a lot. Okay. <laughs> Not from me. <laughs> no, I did. From your notes. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Kelly McWee. All right. Later. Bye. I freaking love Kelly McWee. She is so awesome. I yeah, Just remember, spell her name K-E-L-L-E-Y, and her last name is McWee. So it's M-I-C-K-W-E-E. Um, kind of remember, like, Mick Jagger and then Wee. But um, you can find her on the good old interweb at kellymcwee.com, just like I spelt it earlier, K-E-L-L-E-Y-M-I-C-K-W-E-E. You can find her at thetrishas.com, at redriversongs.com, at sunradio.com for her show, uh, River Girl Radio. And you can also get her uh, at shinyribs.org for the uh, Shiny Ribs Soul Sister. Um, And if you've got the gumption while you're here, Head on over to TheBigGunShow.com. That's TheBigGunShow.com. And check out what my band is up to these days. You can also catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 
with a handle of The Big Gun Show Band. That's the at the beginning and band on the end. And when COVID gets the hell out of here, leaves us alone, our most consistent gig is our monthly residency at the Little Longhorn Saloon, a.k.a. Ginny's, here in Austin, home of Chicken Shit Bingo. We play the first hour, the happy hour, the first Friday of every month. You should bring Grandma because she'll have a blast. Now close your eyes. You're on that desert island again. What five records do you have? Until next time. Stoned again.